if I pulled this from you and you're listening, then you would know because you're gonna be like, oh shit, I pulled that earlier this week. So this edition is a meme, as you can see, Colin. I have it pulled up here, and it is a line of riot police officers. I hate when I wake up on a flight and I wake up with a water bottle next to me, like, oh great, now I gotta be responsible for this water bottle. <laughs> Kanye West. Action! Word. Thank you for joining us. This is the Salt of the Streets live stream pre-show for episode 71. My name is Donovan. I'm Colin. Once again, thank you for joining us. We are forwards. forwards. We are happy to have you guys here today. It has been two two weeks a week. I'm not really sure how that's said. You know, like when people say next week or this week or this next week. You know what I'm saying? Um, either yeah, way, we didn't we didn't record last week, but we're recording this week. We are here again. Thank you for joining us today. We have a whole lot on the docket. I have a sweet little setup of uh, deconstructing dumb shit. A Woo! new episode for us today. Of that, we are gonna talk about a little initiative 1000, which is a local thing that's going on. We're gonna talk about a sailor that died earlier this week. And uh, what was it that you said that you wanted to talk about? Um, yep. fucking oh, the uh, instant black market that was created yes. by uh, the yes. vaping ban. And then there was a vape ban. I did forget to bring that piece of paper that the people at the weed store gave me, but. There's a vape ban that went into effect, so you can no longer purchase fruit flavored vape juice or flavored vape juices or cannabis uh, yeah. cartridges that contain food derived terpenes. Uh, but you can still purchase like distillates and stuff that have cannabis derived terpenes in them. I think that happened anyway. like right after our last recording, right? Yes. It was supposed to be like a couple days after or something? Yes. It was like on the 9th or something like that that yeah. that happened. Um, and we're drinking a discontinued beer. Yes. This, this is, is a special treat from the artist formerly known as Sound Brewing, <laughs> Monks in Discretion. Yes. It's one of the greatest beers ever created. It's a treat. On this this beautiful God's green earth or whatever Michael Medved says. <laughs> it's really good. And cheers. Thanks, Sound. I'm sorry you're out of business. Yeah, that's a sad thing to see them go, uh, but... It just wasn't that building, you know, where they where they had the restaurant is like a tough place to do business. And I also heard that they oh, just yeah. weren't paying on their loans, and so they lost all their Whoops. brewing equipment. That is what happens. So, <laughs> anyway, pay the bills, man. Uh, before we continue, I need you to tell everyone what you ate today before we got to the show. It's a Friday show, and as we all know, Friday shows are motherfucking dangerous. Colin likes so, to pass out on camera, so we got to make sure that you ate something uh, so you're held down today. What did you have today, good buddy? It's just a mystery. <laughs> I ate uh, right before you got over. I had a nice cheese and bacon sandwich. I had a bunch of lunch meat in there. I was like, turkey, nah. Ham, nah. I was like, ooh, bacon. Nice. Let's make some bacon up real quick. Like a grilled bacon and cheese sandwich? I just went straight ghetto style and microwaved it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. I discovered that I've always, I've microwaved thin bacon before, like regular stuff. And you can get it kind of good depending on, you know, your intervals and the power setting in your microwave and stuff. But this Mm -hmm. was thick cut bacon. So after a while, I just gave up, and it was like, "Well, it's floppy and soft, but it, hey, it still tastes good." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what she said. So, yeah. um, <laughs> the first thing we want to talk about it is a pretty easy. Yep, let's do a cheers, cheers Mike. real quick. Uh, cheers to Sound Brewery. We fucking miss you. R.I.P. Baby, delicious. 
God, so, so good. First thing I want to talk about is an article that I posted, I believe, two days ago. That was about a sailor on a ship in Bremerton um, who... I vaguely remember this. Who uh, ended up killing himself on accident because he was was being careless with it. And I'm not trying to, you know, like shame him or anything like that, but it feels easiest to me to just boil it down. He was being careless with his firearm. And uh, I guess, you know, he had a slight history of kind of making jokes like that, you know, where he would put his gun to his head and pull the trigger, which is not funny. It's not safe. It's not something you should ever do. Um, You should never, ever, one of the very first rules of gun safety is you should never point the gun at something you do not intend on destroying. Um, So it's very dangerous, not safe, not cool. So that happened and I saw it and I would just been having a conversation the day before with somebody about just people being complacent with their firearms, you know, and there's people that I know that have guns that I wouldn't go shooting with because I don't trust the way that they handle their firearms. I just don't, you know, so I would rather not put myself in that type of position where maybe something could happen, you know, and there's plenty of other people that I know that handle them in a perfectly safe manner that makes me feel comfortable that I would be more than happy to to go shooting with and be, you know, share my guns with and stuff like that. Um, and I think that it just shows that it doesn't matter what your career is, even if it's something that you do every single day, carry a firearm, accidents still happen, things still happen, complacency kills. If you are not constantly aware of what you are doing, if you do not respect the tool that you have, people get hurt. Preach. <clears throat> and um, I just think that that's very important, you know, and like I said, I'm not shaming this man. Accidents happen. There's... Nothing to indicate from what I understand that he intended to kill himself. He was, you know, was a joke, just a, a horrible, horrible accident that happened. Um, I don't feel bad. But again, just I feel bad for his family because it's yeah. sad for everyone to lose someone. But that's true. Again, it's when you do things like that, this is what happens. You know, these are the things that that risk happen. Like I said, it's something that apparently he, you know, he had done in the past and this time just wasn't aware that there was one in the chamber at the time, which is just not, you know, yeah. I, again, I, every single Did day. Did it say you, if uh, alcohol was involved? Uh, no, he was, he was just done on his shift on watch. Oh. Um, and so he, you know, he, he had his, his service pistol on him. Um, so, Damn. I mean, again, you see it every time I come here, you know, every time yeah. I come here, the, one of the first things I do is I take off my pistol, rack it three, four times, just to make sure, just in case, you know, yep. it's and the likelihood that after you do it once, there would still be a cartridge in there that wouldn't come out is just slim to none. But why not? Why not triple careful. up? So, yep. So Fuck, I do the same thing with my bolt action rifle, <laughs> pop the magazine out, rack it three or four times, yep. and then I hold it up to the nearest light and kind of look for that light going down the barrel. Exactly. Yeah. It's definitely worth doing every time work being safe so we can move on to our newest edition of deconstructing deconstructing dumb shit if you would like deconstructing dumb shit so let's go i had like a counterpart to this just in case you're ready i was going to do a you're going to do deconstructing dumb shit i was going to be like here's something good that happened on twitter (laughs) that would be nice live that would be nice so if you were not privy to our previous editions of deconstructing dumb shit this is the segment of our pre-show where i find something stupid that i found on the internet that someone posted this week uh generally a meme or something like that that is just super ignorant and i'm going to break it down i'm not going to call anybody out i don't want to embarrass anybody i don't think that's right but if I pulled this from you and you're listening, then you would know because you're like, oh, shit, I pulled that earlier this week. <laughs> so this edition is a meme. As you can see, Colin, I have it pulled up here, and it is a line of riot police officers. 
right? And the picture is taken from the angle of, of someone who's facing them and they're flipping the people off so you can see their middle finger and the camera and then all these right officers. So it says me, right? The middle finger and then all these people have different names and it says Earth is flat, more than two genders, obese is beautiful, liberals, CrossFit, vegans, and anti-vax moms. <laughs> so this is... Obviously, it's not a super serious thing, right? I'm a fan. <laughs> it is funny. I put it in here. When I saw it, I must have been in a, mad, in a bad mood, and that's why I put it in here because I do think it's kind of funny. But I do think that it, it is stupid shit because it was posted with a serious tinge. And obviously, this is stupid because all of these things have nothing to do with each other. None. And they're just – some of them I can I can see, you know, or well, maybe these two things belong together. But It's like liberals, just, vegans, and CrossFit. Mike. You know what I'm saying? There's just a lot of shit here that I think is – that I think just doesn't exactly fit. There was another one that I thought that I had here um, that – oh, here it is. Okay, so – the next one is another meme that I found. <laughs> this, this one's good, and I'm excited to talk to you about this. One. So it's like a a picture of someone's tweet, right? And it says that in the arms of the angel starts playing, right? And the person says, every day, thousands of cis people hate being called cis because they think cisness is, quote unquote, inherently normal. For just pennies a day, we can fill their mouths with pennies until they literally cannot talk anymore. <laughs> so, so, obviously, again, this is a joke. It is not done with the intent to say they really want to kill cis people. If you don't know what the term cis means, then consider CIS, yourself lucky. Yes, right. So, cis is a, t- a term that I'm going to say is generally used by people who have more of a left-leaning tinge to describe people who are straight. Heteronormative. Yeah, that are, that are heterosexual. So... The reason I pulled this, right, which I think that you understand already, um, is they're obviously putting forth the idea that that to be straight is not inherently normal, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe normal is not the best term because that does give it like a bad tinge that to say that something else is abnormal. And I th- as normal as something can be in a world filled with individuals, and it's it's only like that because of the negative connotation that people put on the word normal, right? Yeah. And so I think that standard may be a better term to use, right? Because when you're talking about people being cis or or bisexual, you know, gay, whatever it is, right? That's that's what we're talking about is a spectrum of people's uh f- sexual preferences, right? Yes. So when we're talking about a standard to say that being cis is not the standard is just it's false, right? And that's again not to say that there's anything wrong or inherently bad about being something that doesn't fit in the biological standard, but in the world where man, in the world where sex is related to biological attraction, right? At the base of it, the biological standard of of procreation would be heterosexual procreation. Yes. Right? As is the purpose to have children, which is obviously not the point every time you're having sex now, but the base idea of it is to procreate and make more life. Indeed. So I think that it's just – it's not true, right? It's unfactual to say that to be heterosexual is not the biological norm, right? And again, I'm not saying that there's any – there's nothing wrong with being outside of the biological norm. But to imply that that isn't the biological norm is, I feel, factually incorrect. I mean, statistically, probably too. And that's even even if you're talking about statistics, Mm -hmm. there certainly are more heterosexual people on this planet than there are gay people, transsexual people, bisexual people. I would even think combined, 
there's still more heterosexual people than there are people. Probably. And the reason that I, that I wanted to bring this up is because it's hard to have a conversation like this without being made out to be a bigot, right? And there's a lot of people, especially people watching this, that know that I don't have a bigoted bone in my body, especially when we're talking about people who are of the LGBTQ community, right? That's just... It's not where I come from, mm-hmm. right? But I also don't come from a world where it's okay to deny facts, right? And I think that to imply or to even outright say that to be heterosexual is not the biological norm, I think is factually incorrect, and I'm not cool with that, right? So that's the problem that I have with this particular meme here. I get it. Do you think that that makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get – I also feel like there's a lot of sarcasm in there. You know what I mean? It's yes, just, I mean memes. The conversation that carried on general. underneath it oh, was boy. was a conversation of genuine defense of this and talking about labels and safe spaces and so it. While I agree, this this obviously is is a joke, right? Mm-hmm. The ideas behind it are something that was expressed seriously, especially if you read the comments that happened. Well, I mean, you it. watch an episode of Vice News. That's the tilt you're gonna get. So, so this, uh, this is something that I saw. I was like, that just doesn't, that strikes me as incorrect. Yeah. Just strikes me as false. It's like, depending on what kind of mood I am in, in I'm in when I read that, like, I'll get pissed off about that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most of these things that I save here for the deconstructing dumb shit segment are things that I'm reading. And I'm like, God damn it. Cause I'm, <laughs> and I'm already mad. And so I see it. And I'm like, that's it. I'm about to fucking tear into this. Right. Speaking of which. I want to take a second before we move on to our next topic to say that I don't approve of the trade that you made with Isaiah. I think that he, I think that he got the better end of this, and I'll tell really? you. And I'll tell you why. Because I've right? been thinking about dropping him anyways. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I drafted Mike Williams and then dropped him, right? The dude that you got. So Isaiah picked up Mike Williams after I dropped him. Mm-hmm. Jamison Crowder, the person that you traded to Isaiah, was doing terrible for three, four games straight because – Sam Darnold had mononucleosis and had been out for three weeks. Last week was the first week back when he actually did pretty good, got 12, 13 points, something like that, was Sam Darnold's first week back. Now that Sam Darnold's back, Jameson Crowder's hitting that uptick, dog. Me, we'll see. So. <laughs> I got to have faith. But you know, this is what I say, if you're watching this, it obviously was not an unfair enough trade for me to say anything about it. But now that I'm here. I see what you're doing because I know that you know what's up and I know that you know how much he knows. Which so, I fucking, so I Not fucking see you. Yep. So I fucking see you. And I just want you to know that I fucking see you. So That's so funny. If you're listening to this, I fucking see your ass. You're leading the division and fuck you for it. I'm coming back. I'm fucking uh, winning out the rest of this season. And I'm keeping that goddamn jar for myself. It's staying in my fucking house. I'm doing I, I this. I feel like we had the same conversation last year. And I made it to like the semi-fucking finals last year. So. Yeah. And then you still had to give up the jar. <laughs> There ain't no points so, for second place. Well, I mean, there kind of is in this one. And if you're the commission, there may be $50 in it for second place. So we'll yeah, see. It, I guess it we'll depends on happens. how much shit the commission talks throughout the season, don't we'll you just, think? <laughs> we'll see who the winner is. Chad's also been doing really good this year. Yeah, there's so, been a lot of good people this year, man. Everybody's slain. I am not doing so hot. I'm definitely not in last place, though. Bro. I am in last place in the division. I'm like fucking two and four or some shit like that. Oh, I'm in a rough goddamn spot. It's horrible. Well, I have a tweet for you. I want to see if it jogs something in your memory. Okay. Don't look at the screen. Okay. Don't be cheating now. All right. I hate when I wake up on a flight and I wake up with a water bottle next to me like, oh, great. Now I got to be responsible for this water bottle. (laughs) 
Kanye West. It's the one year anniversary. Of that <laughs> oh no no no! I, t- I take it back. That was back in 2011. Oh, but that so was it's uh, the two days ago. Yeah, it was eight year anniversary, and somebody in my Twitter feed decided to be like, "Happy anniversary to the greatest tweet ever posted." Kanye West is crazy. I don't even think he that is. Kanye West is on Twitter anymore. I hate when I'm on a flight and I wake up with a water bottle next to me. Like, oh great, now I got to be responsible for this water bottle. Kanye West I is don't, crazy. I don't understand that at all. Have you ever gone to sleep and then woken up with a water bottle next to you? No, but I'm not Kanye West. <laughs> I'm not famous like that. I've never ridden in first class either, but I bet if you fall asleep in first class, you wake up with a water bottle next to you. Well, I mean, like, and you're in first class. You can probably just leave the water bottle there. They'll take care of it for you. <laughs> you probably don't have to be responsible for this water bottle now. <laughs> just leave it there and they'll handle it. Yeah. Oh, God. But Yeah, I saw that. It made me happy. All right, so... What are we talking about this week? Let's talk. Oh, this week we are going to talk about the last time we recorded, we talked about the impeachment inquiry, why it started, a huge timeline behind it. And that was just kind of the explanation as to how we got here. There's a lot of other weird, uh, nuanced, is that the right word type shit that goes on around it as far as some sketchiness information that people had and things that Trump's lawyer said. So we're going to go over all that today, just the other yeah. outside details that go into the impeachment inquiry. That is not our biggest topic of the day. Uh-uh. We are then going to talk about the Turkish and Kurdish fight Situation. that is going on over right now in Syria. And so we're going to go over that whole thing because that is some horseshit. We're going to talk a little bit about some fucking emoluments because fuck Trump, fuck the G7 that's happening in fucking Mar-a-Lago. Sick of this shit. This motherfucker is literally pocketing our tax dollars. I don't think it's technically Mar-a-Lago. I think it's, but it's it not is Mar-a-Lago. A, it's, it's, a, but it's the Florida resort okay. too. It so, is all right. So it's not Mar-a-Lago, but it's a Trump Florida resort. Excuse oh. me. Excuse me. <laughs> How dare you? Either way. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we are going to talk with the rest of our time about the Democratic debate that happened earlier this week. There was 12 motherfuckers on that stage. It was horrible. I have a page and a half of fucking lies that I have written down. And that was only like two thirds of it because at a certain point I just stopped and just listened because it was fucking too goddamn much. Oh, dude, it's hard. I tried to play a drinking game where I would take a drink every time somebody told a lie that I could suss out. Problem is, I got like half hour into it and I was already drunk. So I said, screw this. No more drinking. I'm going to get sick before this fucking thing ends. Three hours of just straight drinking. That's worse than the Century Club. So we are going to talk <laughs> about all of that this week. It's going to be fantastic. And now we can either talk about Initiative 1000 or we can talk about this little black market vape ban that you're talking about. Because as we mentioned earlier, there was a vape ban that took effect in our state. So for the next 120 days... Right? That's what it is. It's a 120-day yeah. ban as far as flavored vapes and uh, THC cartridges with food-driven terpenes in them. A lot of people are very upset. Yeah, a lot of people are um, upset. I think totally reasonably, right? There's a lot of people who've developed an insane habit for this type of thing. And when you take some shit away that people are having, they are going to be upset, right? Oh, yeah. Also, there's a whole personal rights argument to it. There, There's all all types of tinges that I don't think it's unreasonable for anyone to be upset, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think it's unreasonable for anybody to be upset, especially if you're super into vaping. I think that that's totally legitimate, right? But, I mean, if you're super into it, you don't just do it, you probably shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> just don't be into it, man. <laughs> so That's all I'm saying. I hate those. Oh, and just, when mm. we we talked from our own personal opinion, we're not we doctors, did. that it makes sense to us that if you are fucking just blasting enormous clouds all the time, you might get sick. That makes sense to me that you might get sick. I don't 
But I'm not thing, judging, but it's just a thing. If yeah. you're filling your lungs with a condensed vapor that is not oxygen, Seems repeatedly weird. over and over and over and over again for months at a time, think you might get sick. That makes sense to me. As it I just does. Joint. But the thing that really upset me, you know, upset me the most about this whole thing is what the media narrative was after the fact. Yes. After it went down, this was it was a vote taken by the state health board, right? Uh, the health and safety board on the October 9th, I believe, and it essentially made it illegal to sell any of these products after <coughs> close of business that day. So as of the 10th, they were illegal. They've now been illegal for eight days. Uh, instantly, it's only overnight, been eight days? shit. Yeah, it's only the 18th. Damn, <laughs> I know it seems. It feels like, like it's, it's been, been forever. Longer. Yeah, see what happens when we're apart, bro. Time stops. It's bad news. It's bad news bears. But instantly overnight, the black market was created, and I personally know individuals who went out and stocked up, spent all the cash they had yes. on mostly THC products that were right the fruit flavored thc cartridges before you continue we have someone here zach who said isn't pneumonia moisture in the lungs and isn't vapor moisture know what i'm fucking saying so yeah that's when we when this whole thing first started coming out there was a problem with people developing what they called popcorn lung and stuff like that yeah Yeah, wet lung giving themselves pneumonia and shit yes and i don't know what happened with that because it did kind of just go away one this sickness that people are getting is a derivative of pneumonia it has some other qualifier word in front of it but it is a type of pneumonia so which again would and again pisses me off about it because like i before I got sidetracked earlier, the media narrative after the fact was all based on the negative implications that vaping had towards young kids. Right. But, you know, teenagers and kids in high school and, you know, all these, you know, it had nothing to do in any of these things talking about the the health effects that were more or less that gave fire to the argument to ban these things yeah and that really really upset me well and we talked about that when we talked about this before was that one of the bigger problems with this was the conflation of the two issues between the youth consumption and vaping and also people getting sick Mm -hmm. which seems to be it's mostly from black market thc cartridges um so these two issues happening at the same time got conflated into one and have now crossed over into, you know, these these flavor bands and vape bands that are happening across the states. Yeah, and every uh, state does it differently. They all right, have their own right. personal reasons why. But The president did mention something offhanded, you know, when this first started happening. Nothing uh-huh. has come of it yet, obviously, but it is something that was, like I said, offhandedly mentioned. Um, I wouldn't hold my breath, uh, no pun intended, on, you know, <laughs> waiting for some type of ban. Federally on, I think he's got on bigger fish to fry. Yeah, yeah. There's got to be some serious shit going on. I think if that is what's to happen, Um, right? But one of our biggest concerns was that if something was to happen, that would limit or take away these the THC cartridges in the stores here, which they're limited now, but not unavailable. Right? You just can't get the fruit flavored ones. There's still plenty of other dab cartridges that you can get. So if you know you are someone who consumes THC cartridges. You still can buy them if you just haven't gone to the store because you didn't think you get you could get them. You can, just not the fruity flavored ones, but you can still get ones that have cannabis driven terpenes. So if you're gonna get one that you know just Oregon Diesel, whatever, right? That's the one that what's my favorite is the Oregon Diesel. Shout out Ducks playing the fucking Huskies <laughs> tomorrow. It's gonna be a big ass game. <clears throat> anyway, why does that have to? Oh, Oregon, Oregon, got yeah, it. Oregon Diesel. So 
It's like you can't still buy them. It's still I. I personally think that it's safe. The CDC has recommended that people stop vaping completely. They stop vaping THC, especially because mm-hmm. that's what's mostly making people sick. Even though they have not come out and said that it is the black market THC cartridges, mostly I think because you probably don't have enough people being honest. 100% about what they've been consuming, <clears throat> especially if they're in a state where, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, cannabis is illegal, right? Maybe if we would remove the Schedule 1 classification of cannabis products, we could actually do some tests on them and, and actually come out with some decent products or that's a good prove place to that it's a detrimental thing. And sorry, you just got to go to old-fashioned smoking. Yeah, I think that that's probably a pretty good place to start. Yeah. Um, I've gotten away from the whole vape pens too, even the, you know, the legit ones, because I just... I don't know. It's like they hit weirder. They are rough on the throat. I just, I just I like prefer smoking, smoking. I mean, I like that's it all. Just me. But I also like cigars and shit like that too. So it's much more convenient to take places, you know, than to take like bowls of weed or joints or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Unless, I mean, if you're gonna go to someone else's house, it's you know, it's just fine. But look, man, I didn't smoke weed for like a week, and that's it didn't. And it's nice to know that it is a non-addictive substance for those yeah. lying bastards who feel that it is. Motherfuckers. There is zero proof that <clears throat> is the truth. And I'm sorry if you uh, are a diehard person that believes that, but there is no data to back that opinion up. But anyways. That's all right. That's so my high horse. <laughs> before we leave, I want to ask one thing. Start a little topic. We'll give you guys some information. Um, and then I want to hear what you have to say about it in the comments when you're watching this. We have been hearing about something that is Initiative 1000, right? Yes. That is a local initiative that is going to be on your next set of ballots. And I remember right? the term that we always forget. <laughs> yes. I got it yes. ready. Um, so, Initiative 1000, right, would be to allow affirmative action to take place in the state of Washington, right? Because as you may or may not know and may be surprised to find out, affirmative action has not been allowed here, I believe, since 1991. Right? Maybe because it's discriminatory. Right. So there are obviously two huge sides to this argument. The sign that you see heading into keyboard says, keep discrimination illegal, vote no on initiative 1000. Mm -hmm. Right? So there are many people who believe that affirmative action, if you do not know what affirmative action is, I would recommend that you look it up because I will do a terrible job explaining it to you. But it's pretty complicated. Yes. But it's worth looking up so that you have an understanding here. I also would recommend. Looking into a podcast called The Overcast, which is done by two reporters, Dan Beekman and some other dude out of the Seattle Times. It's a good podcast. The last two episodes have been uh, two arguments, both in favor and against Initiative 1000. Very informative. Very interesting. Very one, interesting. Dude, one dude did say that affirmative action was the same thing as Jim Crow, which yeah. I thought was pretty bold. <laughs> but I, I, I understand. Was it just me or was he not the best person to maybe put up that case? He was not. Um, he just wasn't very well spoken. He was an interesting guy. He was. I understood what he was getting at. He was an Asian American man and was on all types of councils for like Asian advancement and was trying to work against Harvard in that case for Asian Americans mm-hmm. and shit like that. So was very interesting. I did not drive with him saying that affirmative action was the same thing as Jim Crow. Again, I understood what he's getting at, but I don't think that that's yeah, a very good comparison really to make. That. Um, so that was pretty interesting. So that is something I would recommend everybody look into because it is really something based on interpretation, right? And I think that it's something that we'll, that we'll get into probably in the next time that we record as it gets closer and closer to voting time yeah. um, as this becomes a larger topic. But as we do that, I think it's 
like I said, would behoove everyone to look into it, Initiative 1000, and just learn a little bit more about it and understand the background of it um, so that when we do talk about it, you guys can have some more input. Um, until- and I would suggest as you drive around your town and you see all these vote yes for EMS, vote yes for this, vote no for that, remember that number, go home and Google it. Do a little yes. research because you don't want to be ignorant when it comes to ignorant. when it comes time to be at the ballot box and fill out your absentee or whatever it is that you do. You know, you don't want to be voting as somebody that doesn't know what they're voting for. Right. And unfortunately, it takes a lot of hard work these days, but it is your obligation as a citizen to I wouldn't say obligation. It's your What's no, a good time no, I, for that? I think that it is. I think that if I you're going to vote, you should be obligated to know what you're voting for. I think obligation is a perfectly apt description for yeah. what that is. <clears throat> I was. You don't have to, to vote. You do not have to vote. No, but if you so obliged to utilize your, you know, your right in this country to vote and to you know shape your own future and destiny as far as the local government around you and so on and so forth all the way up at the federal level, it behooves you to know what you're voting for and who you're voting for. Yeah, not just looking at whether they have a D or an R at the end of their name, which is yes. very very common. If you don't know who they are and you don't know their background. Don't vote for him. I know someone very close and near and dear to my heart who used to vote that very same way. I used to. R's <laughs> all down the board. <laughs> yeah, so I think that it's something that's worth looking into. I don't remember what the fuck I was going to say after this. Um, no, I think that I think it is an obligation. I think that you should vote. I don't think that it's really like a... Yeah, nothing to... Su- <clears throat> it's a weird... I think too much has happened that you shouldn't make the choice not to, right? I think that you can because it's it's your choice. But I think that enough shit has happened in order for you to be able to vote that I think that you should. But does Um, the simple idea of – let's say 100% of people got out and voted. How many of those people actually know what they're voting for? Well, so that's what I'm saying, right? It's kind of it's kind of a tough one. I think it's your obligation to vote, and I think it's your obligation to understand what the fuck is going on around you, right? However that happens, however it's done, I think that it's your job to make sure that you know what you're voting on, because I think that it's your job to vote. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's a big responsibility for a lot of people to take, and that's why people don't do it, you know? But I personally feel that way, and that's why I vote. That's that's part of what got me here, is I feel like this is an obligation of mine to understand what's going on, and I want to make it easier for other people to fulfill what I feel is their obligation. Oh, yeah. Right? Especially if they don't so. speak the, the high flute in Washington <clears throat> speak, which is not an easy thing to understand. There's so much double speak. There's, I mean, fuck, there I go with the 1984 again. If you say fuck a lot, this is the place to learn about. Politics, yeah, there you go. You know? Exactly. That's people always say that. You, you say, you say the F word a lot. I mean, you like, can you use know, it. I, you could use it in any way you so feel. It yeah. is the most versatile word, I believe, in the entire English language. I try language. and be good about it, but, um, it's hard also, when you get passionate. We're also going to talk in the coming weeks about, <clears throat> about Facebook and like breaking up big tech because that's something that was yeah. talked about a lot. And Mark Zuckerberg did a uh, nice speech at a university recently. He spoke at, oh, was it Georgetown? I want to believe something. I might like be. That. Yeah. But he's, he had some actually very interesting points. He's going to testify like next week. Um, and I highly suggest if you're interested at all in social media, if you're on social media, you should probably take some time to listen to what's going on with that. Yeah. Because it is a very – social media has taken over how we communicate with each other and share information 
all around the world, not just in this country, but everywhere. And it's it's going to it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to go away anytime soon. I mm. will say um, that I'm excited for us to talk about that because I think that we will have slightly differing opinions on big tech. Um, <clears throat> really? And yes, because the last time that we talked about like Twitter and Jack Doyle and uh, what's mm-hmm. his fucking face on Joe Rogan, you know, like we were kind of in the same area, but but not Jack really. Conte. You know, there, no, 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 no. Twitter. Yeah, that's fucking. Oh, that's Patreon. That was Jack. That yeah. was Patreon Conte. Jack. Uh, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh yeah, you know who I'm. Anyway, the CEO. Because of I Twitter. was, yeah, I was listening. I think I said Jack Doyle, but that's that's not his name. He's a tight end for the Colts. Um, <laughs> but I was listening to Start Here today, and whatever guy they had on Jack Dorsey. Dorsey. There you go. Um, that grizzly beard he's sporting. Whatever author they had on there today was talking about just you know the undue influence he felt that Facebook had, mm-hmm. and I I just I did not agree with the way that this guy was talking about how he saw the future of Facebook and just controlling everyone's the way that they communicate, and you know eventually it's just going to be Google and Facebook, and that's all you're going to have, and I just didn't. I don't, and he was talking about ad revenue and just all this shit that I just did. I very much did not agree with. So. I'm excited for us to talk more about that um, because I think that it's a big topic. And like I said, I think it's something that we won't necessarily see eye to eye on. I, so I'm so excited for that because there's, it doesn't happen that often. Anymore. Yes. <laughs> so that I think is where we are going to end it today. I want to thank everyone again for joining us. I didn't say it in the beginning, but I'm going to tell it to you now. You've been watching us on our Facebook at Salt of the Streets. We have our Instagram at Salt of the Streets. We have our YouTube at Salt of the Streets. We have our own personal social medias. I am at Salt of the Street on Twitter and at Alpaca underscore Dominant on Instagram. He is a big bird off you on both of those things. You can find all this information saltofthestreets.com. It's our website it's fucking sick it's great that's all that i can really say about it check it out look out for the episode on monday and we're going to be dropping other stuff in between we're figuring this out thank you for staying with us for supporting us you guys are fucking killing it peace out have a great fucking weekend go ducks